It looks like everybody's wearing their hats backwards. So. Cool Kid Club. Uh, I, I just think it's more comfortable. I just got to wear some kind of hat because I have no hair and my this hair guy, gets like cold. This guy, like the age of me, pulled in the other day at the fall festival because I went there with my kids. And this guy pulls in his hat on backwards. And I'm like, yeah, dude, looking cool. Still looking young. Tool. Tool. Dude, it just looks dumb wearing your And camo shorts, dude. Old people should not wear camo <laughs> shorts. Yeah, skip the camo so shorts. Dumb. I like how you just glanced at my shorts to see if I was yeah. wearing camo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's wearing camo shorts. I'm not shorts. really sure if you're old. It's just a fucking mustache, dude. It's like I can't decide for what he is. That's why I don't take my head off so you can stay <laughs> what in, is that fucking in, in limbo. Yeah. Yeah. He's the same height as he was when he was in the Lloyd Carr football camp. <laughs> he hasn't grown an inch since then. <laughs> I was a mighty 5'1 as a freshman, he was huge. He was the tallest guy at the camp. Yeah. <laughs> look at him. Yeah, what's, what's happened to me? That's when I broke my back six times and lost all my discs. Anyways, welcome to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast, everybody. <laughs> this yeah, is welcome. <laughs> I'm Kyle Ruff. In front of me is Mr. Don Marzuka. Say hello. Hi. Next to him is the only... One, only that's one and only combined as one word. No, one and only. <laughs> one and only. Mac Mashmeyer, say hello. Hello, happy to be here. Excellent, glad to have you here, sir. And then joining us as well is the man himself, Mr. Drew McElhenney. Oh, very good. Ahoy, right. hoy, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I'm glad to have you guys here. Finally. Um, well, you all know Dom. He's fucking regular old Dom. Yep, regular but old Dom. That's what we call we actu- him. We actually have regular exciting people here. Rod. Rod for sure. Rod. Regular old Dom. Rod from now on. Hey, Rod. <laughs> fucking oh, Ram Rod, baby. Oh, yeah, we got uh, Mac and uh, Drew, who were not with us at the beginning, but since we've been doing all these open mics, they've been coming out a bunch and doing an awesome job. Hilarious dudes. Glad to finally have you in the studio. Shoot the shit. You guys have both been in the last couple of big shows we've done, too. Both kicked ass. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just getting Thank used you. to this microphone screen in front of my face. So the last time I saw you guys, we were roasting Kendra. Oh, what a That's the time. first time. That's the last time I saw uh, you guys. Uh-huh. Can I just tell you I went home later that night and like a million fucking jokes. Uh, can we say that? I'm so used to regular radio. Yeah, you can, oh, you yeah. can say fuck you. Okay. Not. I'm used to regular radio. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I went home and had a bunch more just jokes just ramble through me. But I felt bad during the roast because I went through all the people. But I got to you and I, I didn't have a roast for you. Oh, I well, I think so. if there's one person to m- miss or forget, it was me because I, I did not bring the heat uh, roast <laughs> night. So <laughs> don't feel bad at all. Uh, and I, I had the same thing. I got home and just like, ah, like thought of like five different things. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. But, well, uh, I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah. No, that, that whole roast was kind of impromptu. I guess we should kind of preface it was Kendra's birthday the other yeah, day. I yeah. put out, we did a little uh, spotlight comedy podcast about Kendra and I put it out on her birthday but the night before we did open mic and we decided to scrap all of our sets and just roast Kendra (laughs) and it turned out to be hilarious (laughs) I mean I knew we were all roasting Kendra but I didn't realize we were all gonna roast each other so I was like oh shit everything I wrote about everybody else was like 
10 minutes before we started so i just had like kind of shitty oh i loved it it was brilliant yeah oh thanks you, I mean, yeah, you, I thought you and andre I, I didn't even know yeah. we were roasting i just went up there <laughs> so that was from the heart, man. That was just what that I had was, planned for that that's night. That's just really yeah. what Kenny's I think like of you me. assholes, man. <laughs> he just really, really had to get it off I his just chest. Really had something enough to of say. this, Kendra. No, actually, that's kind of something I've been trying to work on in my comedy that I have not gotten to yet. Um, I like where my comedy has gone. I've enjoyed what I've done over the past year and a half. Uh. But the people that really know me, like my sisters mm-hmm. and my best friend, Matt, who lives next door to me, I haven't hit my stride yet. I haven't hit it. When I did the roast, that was more me. I wish they would have seen that because they would have been like, that's it right yeah. there. Because you didn't prepare anything. You didn't, you're oh. not trying to do a joke. You're being you. Right. You're just the riffing. funny guy. Dude. Yeah. You're hilarious. You're and I man. haven't been able, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but we all, we all know that it's a blend. Mm, you yeah. can't just go up and hope to wing it. On a stage, yeah, because you can end up in a oh, quagmire yeah. of a blank. Be mind. ready to just totally. Yeah, fail you have and, to have you know face, jokes. Face you point, have yeah. to have them. Mm-hmm. You gotta have mind. at least something to go off of. Yeah, if you're just absolutely. gonna fly blind. Yeah. You can end up shitting your pants. Which is why a roast night is so much fun because there's a theme. You know, mm-hmm. right. how can we make this person feel like yeah. a real piece of shit? Exactly. And then I knew that on a roast because I've watched them on Comedy Central that you roast the other people too. Yeah. And didn't do the right. person. So that's the only reason I knew to come up with a joke for every person. And it was tough. I mean, the one I did on Dom was, yeah, it was pretty really fucking lame. Pretty chi- <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. It was childish. Yeah. It was low, but it was yeah. the only thing I think of in a what short amount of time. So the only thing funny about Dom is he's funny looking. Yeah. The way he looks. The way he looks. Yeah. Excuse me. The way I look. I'm just, just trying to. <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah. but I knew from the beginning I was gonna make fun of Kyle's porno mustache. Oh, of course <laughs> you knew that was gonna. Right. Especially if you've seen the porno, it's not much to see. That's wait, where. What? Wait. But if I, <laughs> but I did later. I was like I was like oh I didn't do Mac, and then I did come up with one later for Mac, and I was gonna say you know the only thing I'd say about Mac is if anybody saw his his original stand up routine, he did a stand up about a possum. And if you've ever seen a possum and how they look when they're hissing at you, that's how I imagine Kendra looks in the morning. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. So I still get off. You Scott still get Brady. off, but, but it was, I'm in there somehow, right. and that makes me feel nice, and I appreciate that. There's something the in there about playing dead too. I feel like, <laughs> like having sex with like with Kendra is like, is like a possum. Here we go. Andrew is. When she wakes on in the morning, out. you just play dead. She'll leave you alone. Sorry, she's not here. She she shouldn't do that. Oh, she'll listen to this later and she'll enjoy it. Kill us. (laughs) Probably. Or worse, come read our zodiac signs. (laughs) Oh, God, I'd rather get killed. (laughs) Okay, so. So some Hermione Granger logic right there. (laughs) I tried to do some research on zodiac stuff just to, like, get a better handle on it in case I need to, like, roast her again. Right. And. I know less than what I knew going into it. It's just like, it what yeah. is going on? The more you look into it, the less it makes sense. It's, <laughs> it's all like just Scientology. Yeah, basically. It's the original Scientology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Druids. I, do like, I like that they have icons, though, and constellations. So. That's true. As a graph designer, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is neat. Pushes up glasses <laughs> with one finger. <laughs> I don't actually wear glasses for people that can't see me. <laughs> Push in your contacts, but I should. <laughs> I think it would really. I think it would fit my persona if I just had like classes. I think uh, my favorite rose from Andre that night was uh, his last one. He's like, 
Mac, you look like you've never had a parking ticket in your life. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> that, that one like stung the most, but also I thought it was the funniest. It was pretty good. It was good. There's a couple, uh, there's a couple clips on our Instagram page that Andre put up yeah. of like his bit and some pictures of me. I tried to dress up like Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, spot so on. It's, yes, it man. was funny. I mean, well, I couldn't I, tell the two of you apart. <laughs> it's the nose. Uh, I, <laughs> Yeah, I I decided I was just gonna try to do some of her bits, which was funny at the time. But I listened back to it again, and I was like, no one has any idea what I'm doing. I'm just I'm just saying her jokes in a mocking, shitty way. But I think that it still worked. People could vaguely understand that you were being Kendra, but yeah. like in an extra form. Well, with like if <laughs> if the video was there, it was like me, like I'd like make I'd be like many men, and then like stare at her with like a stupid <laughs> face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would no, it was fun, dude. That was a blast. I would love to do a roast like that again. Um, I wanted to kind of pick your brains because, frankly, I don't know either of you guys that yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to see what your comedy experiences have been like and when you started and stuff. Uh, Drew, you've been in this town for a minute, and it seems like you started doing comedy before we showed up and started doing our stuff. Mm. Like you've done the chief for the last couple of years, haven't you? Yeah, but not by much. It's it's really actually kind of interesting when I. I was doing improv at the Chief, mm-hmm. uh, the improv group, which I love to plug because if anybody wants to do it, come out. It's a lot of fun, and we always just need people, and it's not a serious thing. Improv is kind of a fun... Yeah, it's just a dick around thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's great training, and it got me comfortable on stage. The reason I'd okay. never done stand-up before that was because I was always scared. That's the bottom line. I was scared and I wanted to be a ski bum. I didn't want to live, <laughs> I didn't want to live where you had to live to be in comedy. Yeah. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to live in New York. I didn't want to live in L.A. I didn't want to live in Chicago, you know, and I didn't know that Denver when I was in my 20s, when I was young, I didn't know that Denver had a huge comedy scene mm-hmm. I, or if it, maybe it didn't. Maybe that's more of a recent thing. I think it's blown up in like the last 10. 15. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So when I was younger, you didn't go to Denver to see comedy. So um, I just wanted to be a ski bum. That's all I ever really, truly ever wanted to be. I mean, when I was in sixth grade, I saw the movie Hot Dog the Movie. Oh, yes. Classic. I refer to it as the Bible. (laughs) When I was in sixth grade, I saw that movie. This is not even a joke. It's true shit. When I was in sixth grade, I saw that movie. I stayed up late. My parents went to sleep. I, we had HBO. I snuck mm. up, watched Hot Dog dude, the movie. Dude, how fucking hot is Sunny, dude? Oh, man. <laughs> Just titties and skiing. And it was like, it was amazing. And I said, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in high school, I remember one class and I, I was a horrible, I was talking to these guys off air. I was a horrible high school student. I graduated last in my class. Dead um, last? Dead last. Wow. And I barely, I shouldn't have even really graduated, but I found loopholes and I, I, I worked nice. the system. And I got out with a diploma. And I'm two days afterwards, I moved to Keystone, Colorado. Right mm, after I nice. moved, I got my diploma, I moved where'd, away. Where'd you graduate or where'd you go to high school? In uh, Manitou Springs, Colorado. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, cool. Down the foothills, Pikes Peak, Colorado Springs area. Yeah, beautiful town. And beautiful so. Town. Uh, yeah, so I was down there, and I moved to the mountains. I wanted to be a ski bum. So the comedy, I did the improv thing finally when I was like 44 or something. Mm. When I was with those people, there was a person in that group who was doing some stand-up at the time. Kristen Cronin okay. was doing it, and she was part of our improv group. And, and she, did, you know, she did good job you know but um it wasn't hilarious right. you know it was, she did a good job she did, she a, good did a good job, job but good job. you know i thought <laughs> great I thought, you know i i can 
I could probably do that. You know, why yeah. can't I do that? And and I did improv with her. So we got together and I said, I want to do an improv. I want to do stand up comedy. And she's like, oh, well, I have the Judd Apatow uh, workshop thing. On, oh, yeah. Yeah, that she had taken. And so I watched it uh, with some other people. And then we were like, okay, let's do a Was show. Was it useful? Um, I think so for some people. I don't know. Okay. Nothing's natural to me. I'm, I have no natural ability. I can't sing. I can't play a musical instrument. You can grow I, a hell of a beard, I'm not though. smart. Not beard. I, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing in my life going for me. I'm not skinny. I'm not good looking. I have nothing. But uh, you know, the one thing I got is I understand <laughs> comedy. I get it. Like, it just... It's like uh, calculus to a genius, you know. Like I understand like the little fine points of comedy without actually knowing uh, why I. You're know like it. Goodwill Hunting with yeah. the chalkboard, yeah. except for you're like drawing yeah. dicks. And stuff. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's just it's just kind of has come to me, and so I said I wanted to do it. I watched the Judd Apatow thing; it helped me in some things, but most of it was very like, yeah, duh, you know. Yeah. That's you know um, what I had to work at. So I did my first. We did a a show uh, last summer mm-hmm. uh, with six of us from the chief theater that had never done stand up, and we did it. And then uh, they, at the end they did, let's do a crowd favorite. And I got the crowd favorite nice. out of that one. Mm-hmm. So I got to open for a professional guy who came and that one didn't go as, as well. Mm-hmm. I did too many toilet paper poop jokes, said my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and well, your so, sister's fucking wrong. I'm just gonna well, say. Well, yeah, it was. It, I maybe went a little heavy on the toilet paper jokes. I will admit, but it, it was a. You were learned, wrong. It was just the wrong crowd. Yeah, and I they learned. I learned on that. The audience sucks. Yeah. And I and I I memorized that show, so I knew the jokes I was gonna do, and I would go in my kitchen at night, late night, and I would sit there and drink a beer and and do my show and memorize it. Mm-hmm. But then when I got on stage. I did the same thing. I just memorized it, and it wasn't funny because I was just going. Just sound like you were just like reading it. Yeah, basically. I was like just reading it, but in my mind. Right. And my that's when my sisters were like, "Yeah, you weren't natural. It didn't. It didn't go." So yeah. I learned a lot from that. So it's only been about a year and a half that I've been doing it. Okay, so you're it. pretty much in the same boat we are. Oh yeah. Oh. So you guys came out Steve right was, after. It's really surprising. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, just right after, and that's what I said. There was no place in Steamboat to do any comedy, right. and I kept. Saying that, I was like, oh, even if I do this, I mean, I, I'm going to do the Chief like one, once and twice a year. I mean, that's not going to get, then get it done. <laughs> and then you guys popped up, and I was like, oh, what's that? So I went to your first show. Not maybe your first show, but I went to the one at the Old Town Pub. The Desperation Day one or the St. Patrick's Day one? Uh-huh. Was it? <laughs> Sounds like both. We've got, no, we've got two. There's the posters on the wall. The first one we did was really good and the second one was St. Patrick's Day and we were all trashed and it was a <laughs> shit show and it was Wait, terrible. Wait, you were trashed on St. Patrick's Day? No, yeah, it must have been right? the first. Oh. It was the other sense. one. Huh. Okay. It wasn't St. Patty's Day. Okay. Desperation Day was on the day before Valentine's. Yeah. yeah. That's a good day for humor. Dude, it was yeah, that show was before. great and we were all so winging it. <laughs> like we had done we'd like collectively each done like two open mics and Brittany who was with us at the time was like I'm going to book Old Town Pub. You guys ready? And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it went surprisingly really well. Yeah, I was prepared. Yeah. I the, prepared. The, sound was a little, <laughs> the sound was a little rough. Yeah. It was hard. Um, 
in the back to here. The the group in the yeah. front part was laughing quite a bit. So I was like, well, it must be pretty funny. <laughs> but I was standing kind of in the back with my ears yeah. cupped trying to. Mm-hmm. to it was to, a rowdy to, crowd. To, yeah. And, and comedy is rough when there's a big chunk of it not listening. And it's they hard. also, that one, mm-hmm. it's the stage is in like a separate room, mm-hmm. but there's still like not a lot of separation from the bar. And I remember the bar being really loud. And that's like right in the middle of where the crowd was. So I think that was kind of cutting off the back half a little bit too. So I don't know if we, I'd like to do a show there again sometime soon. If we do, we got to kind of dick around with that and see what we can do for the acoustics. <clears throat> well, I mean, as, as all of us uh, progress and, and, and it gets better and, and there's better quality of comedy and stuff, that's when you can actually start saying, hey, we're going to do $10 a head. Right. And you're coming in to watch comedy. Right. You're yeah. not going well, to come in our, to chit chat and yell. Our problem with, well, the second show, that oh. St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. one, which again, we were all so mm-hmm. green, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. And the owner <laughs> is actually his idea. He's like, you know, the last one was kind of rowdy. Maybe if we charge five bucks at the door, it'll kind of cut out the riffraff and we're like okay cool and we made i mean like 80 people bought tickets but the mm-hmm. show was just a fucking shit show mm-hmm. it was a fucking goat rodeo <laughs> and it was kind of embarrassing and we had to make some adjustments but then we did another free show at butcher knife went well and the last one we did at butcher knife which you're out of town for we charged for that one because we brought in uh the one guy, Pat, from Chicago, mm-hmm. and he's a pro, so we wanted to pay them some for their time and to come out there. So those are the only ones we've charged for so far, which we – the next show we're going to do I think is going to be free. we got to figure that out, but mm-hmm. every once in a while. I mean, we're we're never going to charge like 50 bucks or anything like that, but uh, I forget even what the point I was getting at this. We were talking about money. Mm, yeah. A little about a goat rodeo. Riff raff, right. sound. Yes. We're talking about sound. Sound. No, I don't. No, that was. That You're just staring back at me. You, like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> we're still lost. We're still in the woods. Speaking <laughs> of me being lost in your eyes, Mac, tell oh, us about oh, okay. yourself. So, how long have you lived in Steamboat? Uh, it was. It'll be six years in March. So about oh, five nice. and a half. Okay. And it's the longest place I've lived since college, and I'm really nice. happy about that. Yeah. So I've been here. Where was college? For a bit. Uh, Sioux City, Iowa. Little school called Morningside College. Mm. It wasn't a. Yep. <laughs> it's usually what happens Iowa. when I start Wake talking about my uh, yeah, no, background dumb. Just mm. starts to sneeze. Mm? What? No, I'm awake. Morningside College. Typical ride. Um, regular old dumb. It was a retirement community. It was a four-year liberal arts education. Um, yeah. Liberal I grew up yeah. I grew up uh, just outside Omaha. <laughs> okay. Went to school in Iowa and then uh, always had a big crush on Colorado and said I was going to move out here someday. And I did. I moved to... Buena Vista, or if you live there, you say Buena Vista. Did you know anyone out here when you moved, or you just kind of went out? No, not really. Maybe like one or two friends in Denver. Okay. But I got a job at a camp in BV and did that for about a year. Uh, and then kind of bounced around. Uh, lived in Craig for a year. <laughs> lived in Vail for a season. Craig America. Yeah, which we do a whole set do, on that. Do you know why they call it Craig America? Why? Do you know? No, I don't. Okay, the reason it's called Craig America is when you used to drive into Craig, and not too long ago, uh, but when you used to drive into Craig, they had a sign that said, Welcome to Craig America. That's awesome. That's why it's called Craig America. Not Craig They Colorado. called it Craig America. But why did they call it Craig America? Because 
they weren't Craig uh, Colorado. They were Craig America. Because they were like, fuck Colorado. Yeah. Because if you spend yeah, time they, in they Craig, tried to, they've, they've think, tried to this even. This doesn't feel like Colorado. Yeah, they've tried to succeed from Colorado <laughs> a couple of times. Actually. We're going to Wyoming. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's the general vibe I got there. It is. It, yeah. it is. It's just a splinter of Wyoming. I remember I lived there. I worked at the newspaper there. That was like my first. They have a Pro- newspaper in Craig, yeah. America? Yeah, the Craig Daily Craig? Press. It was actually, it was, it was really good. The Craig um, Daily Press. And, <laughs> and it is a sister newspaper, the Steamboat Paper. But I remember one time I was sitting. Like a redheaded a, stepsister, man. <laughs> sitting at a stoplight in my Volkswagen Golf. And I was surrounded on all sides by lifted diesel pickups. And I, I even looked over and like two ladies were driving to the pickups. And like, I am not in the right place. This is not my town. <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I lasted a year, and then, um, what am I saying? Uh, then, then he came to Steamboat. Yeah, Tom, wake up. Can we get yeah. him a pillow? Did you get to, Did you get to the? You got a job at the paper here. Yeah, so that's so that's my story. That's yeah, why I lived in Craig is because that eventually got me to Steamboat. Steamboat. I okay. I spent a summer in British Columbia, and then went to Vail, and then moved to Steamboat. So. So okay, but you never did uh, stand up before the the first open mic with us. Did no, you? well, yeah, once. once I was hanging out with some buddies that March in uh, Lakewood, and we stumbled to some like divey neighborhood bar, and they just so happened to have an open mic going on. And like a month before, I got the crazy idea. It's like, hey, I should do an open mic sometime. I don't know when or where, but I should like start writing down bits that I would do. So I had these like in my phone, just like little one liners and ideas of what I would do. So. I bombed horribly. It was like the most uncomfortable first open mic really? that I could imagine. And just a, a bunch of like drunks and I'm not going to um, speculate. They were druggies just staring at you dead in the <laughs> yeah. face with no emotion. And maybe one guy laughing in the back as a courtesy. Mm. And my buddies were like giggling, but they're also kind of like, what is he doing? Why is this he is doing like this? a dream I had last night. <laughs> oh yeah. It's very creepy. Oh. Go, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. So that got, I thought, well, I checked that off my list. I never have to do that again if I don't have to. And then I was just meeting buddies at the Barley for a couple of beers. And so you guys were doing this. I was like, oh, I should probably sign up. So and you didn't even know what was going on. You just happened to no, be there. No. And I, as I was waiting for my buddies to show up, I was thinking like one-liners and then like thought about the possum bit and the, what was the other bit? I can't remember. Some other bit. The possum bit was but, hilarious. And then, that was good. And I was actually going to leave because I ran by my one-liners with my buddies and they're like, <laughs> Uh, I was like, yeah, this is bad. Let's just go. Yeah, let's, thanks, let's, guys. Let's go to O'Neill's. And then, like, as I'm walking out the door, I think they're like, okay, next up is Mac. And I was like, wait, me, Mac? Is there another Mac? I don't know. And then that was, like, probably the funniest bit of the whole night. You can't me. ever trust <laughs> what your friends say. Oh, I, I never know. run I, shit by people, especially if it's right before I go up. I'm I like, learned that. you'll see it. Yeah. You know? Because when you do it, quick. they go, eh. Or they're because, like, oh, you know what you should do? You should do it like this. Yeah, because you're running through it. And then, and then, and I did that. I did it with my neighbor. He's like, yeah, throw. And so I did a few of those, my jokes. And then I went to the show and I killed. And he was in the backyard going, uh, yeah. 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 It's like, well, yeah. but you liked it, dickhead. I was like, yeah. it'll be funny, yeah. man. Trust me. It's just not funny back here in the backyard right now. Right. <laughs> it's like, and like, I, I just at work two days ago, someone was like, tell us some of your jokes. And I was like, I don't. No, that's the you worst. Know. When your coworkers start to find out, yeah. like, oh, you do open mic. You no. need to. Tell you need to be. No, you got to be able to come with it. You know what? Uh, I'm going to tell you. But no. like one liners oh, aren't really this my is style. Good. This is good. the last podcast we talked about this, right? Mm. You got to be and able we, to come with yeah. it. 
No, go on. No, well, the last podcast we talked about this, and everyone had like the attitude that the three of us were having right now. It's like, man, fuck those guys asking us, give them bits no. on the spot. What no. are your thoughts on that? No, no, I was the same way. I totally was the same way. Um, uh, when I first was starting to do it, I got a few of those people would say that to me, and I'd be like, oh, man, oh, you can't do that. That's not how comedy works. You can't do that. But when I came up with my Disneyland joke, it was so good that anytime someone said, okay, dude, tell me a joke, I'd be like, all right, well, so recently I went to Disneyland with my family, and I would do my Disneyland joke, and uh-huh. every time I get a laugh, okay. every single mm-hmm. time, and they're like, all right, man, that's pretty good, and, I'm like, and so since then I've been able to add it, but yeah, no, you need to. You need to actually have a joke to come to, and you you need to make them laugh. You got to have that. I've joke. got one, and I did it with these guys actually the other night. The the one that I had about the dogs with the people names. Yeah, that's like, oh, this is my dog Steve, one, and that's that's love a quick that. one. It's not like a one liner. It's just a little setup where I can throw it out and so get a laugh. So someone says, "Make me laugh." Do that. I yeah. do my Texas joke, which I know you guys have probably heard a few times. Oh, the one about yeah. keep Austin weird. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody yeah. thinks Austin's normal. The no, rest of Texas is, is I'm just weird. gonna have yeah. like two or three packed away. So next time, right. yeah, someone looks at me like find your, like, your you're funniest funny. joke. Your right. joke. I was like. Yeah. Find your funniest joke. Okay, I mean, it can't hurt, and that's how you get people interested. Well, we just did. Remember when we did Corner Slice that we crashed that open mic? Or no, you went there for that there. one. I wasn't there. But um, our, the first Butcher Knife show, we got I got about 10 people to come who were there, and it, it was just because the guy who was running this music open mic, like mm. Spencer and some people wanted to go do it, and Miles, and they all kind of bombed because like no one was paying attention in this this cocky ass guy running it kept like shitting on him being like, Oh, like I remember like hearing not funny jokes before and like dumb shit like that. <laughs> and so I got on stage and I just started calling him a pedophile a whole bunch of different <laughs> ways and it killed. And there's some guys in the crowd who were like, I'm going to totally come to your show now. So it's like, ah, oh, okay. So yeah. anytime you can get a little free advertising, Take those I opportunities. Guess. Yeah. I need to get like, Steamboat comedy business cards, and then when you guys throw a little zinger, you can be like, "Here, come to the show." Yeah. <laughs> hey, I know a guy that can get you some business cards. Hey, That's me. <laughs> I'll have to talk with that. Well, guys. don't you just go on the internet and get three thousand for like nine ninety? Okay, yeah, Drew, <laughs> and just and just shit on all the graph designers that you know. So yeah, so, yeah, sorry. That that that, 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 website, that degree though, from that okay, small. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're just encouraging. So I just googled cheap cheap index card uh, or business cards and uh, definitely th- don't go to Vistaprint or something. Vistaprint, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the one. That's the one. That's that's one. Go look up. Go talk to your friends. What do you do again, Mac? So us three will yeah, all pitch yeah. in for Vista Print yeah. and okay. we'll get some cards. It's not my fault you picked that degree, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's, that's your own bad. So many, that's your so parents' many problem. I cry myself to sleep. Right? <laughs> not really. I went to but. CMC. I went to a two-year school for four years and I still don't have a degree. <laughs> <laughs> See, the sad thing about my life is it is just one big joke. That's, hey. I, I don't have to work very hard for my jokes. Right. I just mention my life and it's funny. Like, it's where like, do you get your material, Drew? Yeah. And you're like, I, like, I am no, the material. I, I am a I'm sad, just... sad thing. <laughs> your family is going to love oh, cool. this podcast. <laughs> right? You're like, what the they, hell? They've all heard it many, many times. <laughs> well, you guys both you are... Uh, into bed at night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dad, I just want to sleep. I don't want to hear your jokes anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like shut up and listen. Okay. Well, my you kid, are the joke. My kids did come across. <laughs> my kids were on the computer the other day when I was sitting in the in the other room, and my kid, my my little boy, he's six, goes, "Oh, ooh, 
And I'm like, what? He's like, we almost played daddy's comedy video. That's got lots of bad words in it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like, fucking right it does. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to watch Judge yeah. Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys are both uh, killing it so far in your young careers, so congratulations Thanks. Thank on you. that. It's gone I'm, really well. I love it. I, I can't imagine not doing it at this point. I think I've told some of you guys, like, yeah, it's, I, yeah, I love it. It's so. the bug. He's got it. I, I do got the bug, yeah. Me too. So oh, yeah. I think, like, you're asking, like, how we got started. I'm trying to figure out, like, because, like, I'm still relatively new to it, but I feel like I'm getting a handle on it, and I can mm-hmm. like. There's always room for improvement, but like, so I, I I was like an editorial cartoonist, like in high school, college, and um, early in my career, and so I was always like thinking like through a comedy lens, and I think I like comedy so much more than like drawing cartoons because you get feedback in real time. Where I would draw cartoons, and you and, have to sit and wait, and and then not even get feedback. Like it get printed in the newspaper, like oh there it is, and like. I have no idea like, if that do, made someone do laugh you or like not. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are we going to go walk around and ask everyone like, "Hey, yeah. did you happen to read the comic?" Yeah. And no one think? writes in about a cartoon. And yeah. So you, I just I got burned out on that pretty quick. You and I are like polar opposites. Like you're like smart comedy, analytical. I'm right. like <laughs> I'm like Homer Simpson. Like I'm like a, a donkey and a seesaw, you know, like <laughs> but but we both get laughs, which I really like. And that's and, why comedy is so great cuz you can take it you can be dry, you can be wet, you can be smart, you can be dumb. Oh, comedy can come from so many different angles. That's yeah. what makes yeah. it so well, yeah, even a like lot of ways to do it. Andre and I like we were talking at the last show just kind of like the difference in our styles, but um like <laughs> the yeah, if we're polar opposites and Andre's like the other pole, I don't know. But Le- like, <laughs> we all such such different styles, I think, which is really cool. But, yeah, um, everyone in the group really does kind of mm-hmm. have their own unique style. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's come out, I'm really excited too. Uh, this winter, the plan is we're gonna do it every week. Mm. So it's gonna oh, be. Wow. I love it. I love that. We're gonna do it once a week, every week for. Uh, we might skip a week or two during the holidays just because every bar is a madhouse, and some of them are just like we don't. Yeah. No, nobody wants us. Right. You take a, <laughs> you, or anything. I mean, I, I mean, I'm uh, doing the Harvey Huddle show. Yeah. Uh, on the radio, uh, w- like when we used to do it from Carl's back in the day. Yeah, man. When high season came, we didn't do the show from there. We went oh, to yeah. the studio because Carl's uh, uh, Colin was like. I don't need you guys. I don't want you right. guys taking up my seats and stuff. Right. Like, like at busy. this point in the season, we're like a draw to get people mm-hmm. in. And during the holidays, they're like, we got too many people as it is. Yeah. You guys got to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. But that is the plan. I've got on the new SteamboatComedy.com website, Ooh, active website. as of today. I, there's an events calendar, so we'll be posting more things like that. But as of right now, it's still every other week at Bra House, or excuse me, at Barley. But we're hoping to expand to Bra House or somewhere else on the off weeks. So we'll have two different venues, kind of switch it up every other week and uh, keep it going. Because, yeah, now that you guys got the bug, the key now from everyone you hear, including like the guys, Mark and Pat, you hear before, is just do it as often as you can, you know. Mm -hmm. And so now we're going to have a lot more opportunities to get practice in and things like that. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, a lot better. Yeah, definitely. Have you you noticed that like you see comedy and everything now? Like yeah. it, it, oh my it, it starts to overtake your life yeah, like, to where you're making <laughs> jokes all the time and you everything you see is really funny. Yeah, and like not to get like too like into it, but it's like uh you don't really have bad days or like bad moments as much. It's just like 
this sucks right now, but it's going to be really funny later. Like, if you're in like an awkward or shitty experience, you're like, yeah. man, I can't wait to tell people when, about when, this. Yeah, like yeah. I was at a Taco Bell like the day before our last show, and two random strangers just got in a fight over one guy. Like he waited a little bit too long for his chalupa, and the other guy called him an asshole. And I, I, I thought they were going to throw down, and I'm just like staring into my phone, not wanting to get involved, but actively absorbing everything that's going on because everyone's like <laughs> gasping like, like, like some people are you're involved. laughing like, you're like oh, dude, this like, is, this this is so gonna awesome. be so good i don't know what it is yeah. yet but like oh this is so good I, I was in ohio i pulled into this really fancy hotel i went inside i was like oh i need to go to the liquor store real quick so i was like where's the liquor store she says oh it's out there go that way i was went back out got the valet got my car around the valet driver brings my car around he gets out hands me the keys and I'm like, hey, uh, where's the liquor store? She said it was this way. And the guy goes, I don't know. This is my first day in this town. <laughs> like, dude, I literally started spitting up. I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, and he's like, what's so funny? And I'm like, dude, seriously, you don't see the comedy in that? I'm like, I've never been in Ohio a day in my life. And I'm and you've been in this town as much should. as me, Ohio's and you're the valet driver of the hotel. Right. Like you have a job. Like if you said, "Oh, I've I've just started this job," right? I get that. But this not is like, my get off my back, lady. How am I supposed to know? I it's just like, you work here. I'm not from here. You work here. Like I was just I just was laughing so hard, going, "Dude, that is just the classic." And the guy had no idea why it was funny. That's awesome. Me neither. Dom the knife. I wish you'd snore some more. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it better when you were unconscious. Yeah, it was better when you were sleeping, wasn't it? (laughs) That's when Dom does his best work, is when no one can hear him or see him. (laughs) He's been good this whole segment. (laughs) Aside from the snoring, yeah. Great, really great. Yeah, we can hear him a little bit then. Anywho, Dom, how are you doing? Oh god, I'm, I want to see some of Max comics. Did you just do like a single one? Like, what's the? Yeah, not a strip. I would just okay. do one square, as they would call uh, it in New Yorker. One square. I tried to do a strip when I was in college for like the uh, student newspaper, mm. but nobody I, wanted to see. I applied it. and I got denied, but my friends liked it. That's if I can find yeah. it one day, I will. I'll Honestly, you it. probably got more satisfaction out of drawing that one cartoon and your friends seeing it than. I did. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, at least I got some feedback on yeah. you, apparently. Every once in a while, I'd get like something in the library or like in the hall. Like, hey, that was pretty good. You probably should have <laughs> just gone into Japanese animated porn. There's yeah. definitely more money in that. That's, that's what you should It was just though. so hard to draw squids. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you do tentacles? <laughs> the tentacles were tricky. Because I've got a job for you. <laughs> uh, are you sexually attracted to calamari? I just really like to I like to eat calamari like in a non-sexual way just like that's so that's weird. Boring. I love calamari but only in a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> only I mean every time I eat that before. calamari I get wet as shit. <laughs> oh, Start just dri- uh, dripping from the hole, my nobody. friend. Nobody. Uh, and that's not from the syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> that's merely a coincidence. Tell the calamari. Uh man. Well, cool. I um I'm excited you guys came out. What's um, where do you think you guys are going in the future? Is this something you want to try to pursue professionally, or uh, how do you feel about your trajectory in the comedy scene? You want to go first. I go first. You want me to go first? You went first last time. You yeah, go first. you go first. Okay. You want me to go first? <laughs> For fuck's sake, somebody go. Well, want, Dom, who do you want to go first? Uh, 
What yeah. do you want to do? With I'm gonna fall asleep if Matt goes first. So Drew, wanna okay. Go first. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go make um, a pot of coffee real quick. Okay. Where do I want to go with this? I'm older than you guys, man. Like way older. Like being in this in this house, it's bringing me back 20 years from when I was a ski bum hanging out. You had a mini fridge with the beers and yep, you know, we do. You know, 17 hair products in the bathtub mm, four yeah. people that live here makes no sense <laughs> mostly beard oil right? um but no I, I, <laughs> it, it brings me it's back really for your pubes. um but i am married so i sorry. have yeah thank you i mean we all feel that way yeah. um i have two beautiful kids i have God, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old like it, it, seriously <laughs> if you want to start crying i don't blame you <laughs> i mean i, I thought it would be worse than that i was on a lot of drugs i don't know Tom, how it happened what's that sorry <laughs> i was gonna say how old are your kids eight and six okay so yeah i want to do this i want to pursue it but i should have done it 20 years ago oh, well, i should have been doing late. this when i no, it's not but i should have been doing this when i wasn't tied down when i could travel because comedy is a road show mm-hmm. all of them mm-hmm. every single person that's ever done it has done tours where you go m- a month and a half even longer sometimes before you go back home sure. uh, f- doing the club scene so i'm not going to be able to do that it's just not in my future to be able to do that but uh, financially, I might be able to do – I'm in a better spot than I would have been in my 20s. So it might open up different windows. I will say this. Uh, I, got an, I got contacted by a booking agent from Las Vegas who saw one of my videos on YouTube. Nice. And yeah. so she has said, you know, send me some stuff, and um, I will see if I can get you some stuff. But I didn't have enough material when she contacted me right. to be able to send her a bunch of clips. So that's what these shows I've been trying to do all summer and stuff. Uh, so I've got some clips, and I just uh, I just need to put it together and get back in touch with her sure. and stuff and stuff. But she well. books music, not comedians. She was totally honest about it. She's like, this isn't my What's the, what's my the name thing. of this uh, lady? Uh, I don't know her name. Oh. Off to a great start, Drew. God, I cannot remember her name, yeah. to be honest. Can you remember <laughs> yeah. her email, Drew? Uh, I do. <laughs> I, I have it. Mm. I can't. I don't know it. But it's like Magnolia. I want to say Magnolia Rhodes Entertainment or something that like that. That sounds familiar. I know that's Yeah, because she books um, a, lot of the, uh, some of the, a lot of the bands in this town. Okay. So she books music, and her name uh, is Magnolia Rose. No, that's the name of her like company. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the name of her company. <laughs> um, but she said, "I, I, I don't do comics, but I." Someone forwarded uh, mm. Cure Delaney because I was doing stand up at Socket to You this summer. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was opening for the bands. Oh, nice. And because she books the bands, he sent her my video. Oh, okay. And she called me and said, listen, I wouldn't have called you if I don't think you're funny. Right. She's like, your show I watched had me snort, and I don't snort. And so she's like, so I had to call you. I want to." I wanna, she's like, I'd love to book you. But I've wow. listened to Joe Rogan, a lot of professional people out there and joe rogan's like adamant that like unless you've done comedy for like three years you shouldn't be charging people and all this stuff and i'm sitting here go oh man i've only been doing it for like when she contacted me i'd only been doing it for like less than a year and i'm sitting there going oh man she wants to book me for shows i'm kind of mm-hmm. scared to 
go right. somewhere where people are expecting me to do 40 minutes of comedy and i'm like right. you know so i just got to get confidence but i mean so that's the, where i want to go I, i've got windows and yeah things, so yeah that's awesome that you got an opportunity there uh and it's it's definitely true that a lot of experience is a good thing makes you more comfortable and stuff and a lot of a lot of comics say that and that's one thing i noticed coming to other towns a lot of people, the first thing they're asking, like, oh, how long you been doing this? How long you been doing this? And there's definitely, like, there's a lot of bitterness, especially oh, from people who have been doing it for a while and not doing it's well. Just, yeah, everybody, it's very competitive. So I, I lie. If ever I go to a, an open mic in a town, they're like, how long you been doing this? I'll be like, five years. Because, mm. like, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you know? Right? Yeah. Like, uh, how about you just look at my, my bit and tell me how yeah. it is? Don't measure yeah. me on my experience. Yeah, don't give me this shit. Like, yeah, it was okay, yeah. but you mm. haven't been doing it as long as me. So, duka, duka, duka. It's like, whatever, dude. Yeah, those people can. They can get that. Well, last year I, I went to Denver and, uh, you know, my kids go to bed at like seven, eight o'clock at night. Mm. So, we were at a hotel and I was like, oh, you know, I should look up an open mic. So I did, and there was an open mic happening in downtown Denver, so I went down there to do it. And I got there, and I kind of got there early, kind of hung out, kind of put my ear to the ground the ground to listen to what was going on, kind of mm-hmm. figured everything out. And I did actually really good um, because when the lady came out with the, the clipboard to sign up, um, I was right where she was, and I kind of listened and figured out where I needed to be and who the person was. Right, so you jumped out. And so I actually did pretty good for my first time ever being in a, a big city open mic, and I got right in. I was, like, number six on the list. Nice. And, but it was different. So down there, she – okay, so I was, like, sixth on the list, but an hour went by and I still wasn't on hmm. because oh, awesome. they have all their friends and pals and people that do shows around on the other blocks yep. and other pl- venues so they're like oh hey so this is my good buddy he does a show every wednesday up here at the voodoo lounge blah 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 mm-hmm. give it up and then it, it's a spot for you know um someone was saying oh drew you're still using your notes like when we were at the show the other night and i was right. like Ugh. But I was like, well, open mic nights, that's technically what it's for. It's It's, for practice. It's for practice. And so in Denver, these guys would get up there, and they would literally hold their notepad in front of their face and just go, blah, 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 blah. Well, and, and it wasn't funny. Right. It, nothing was like funny about it. Yeah, you got to at least be an entertainer. There were 70 people on the sign-up list. What Every single person that was in the crowd watching was somebody who signed up to do oh. their That's part. what happened to us in Boulder. Boulder yeah. We oh, were shoot. sitting there in this crowd. Nobody laughed, did they? Nobody laughed. Nobody laughed. Because they were Denver. all looking at their own nose. Nobody oh. laughed in Denver. Not yeah. a single person laughed. Oh, so when I got up I was there, wondering about that. I was yeah. giving gold. Yeah. I was giving gold. And I was getting <laughs> nothing. And I was like, man, dude, I did the same that's jokes brutal, in Steamboat man. and it killed. Right. And I was like, and here, nobody could care. They could care less. And that's why we're lucky that we... Even though it's We're not just lucky. us here, we always have great turnouts and a lot of people who are enthusiastic about it. It's awesome. Yeah, like totally. we, when Mark and Pat came up for this last show, I mean, Mark, or uh, yeah, Mark came up to me and he said, "This is the biggest." Amateur crowd I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we do this all the time. So lucky. I mean, we're the most <laughs> lucky us three here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have a wife. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we we're not like our lives <laughs> are still have some chance to be meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> we're not tied down to. Are you crying? It's the greatest decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love you, honey, so much. <laughs> kids are a dream, and I love them very much. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do like the kids. <laughs> For now, wait till they get older and be a pain in the ass. Yeah. What are you yeah. going to do? You going to go to the future? Yeah, I'm going to go into the future. All right. Doing yeah. comedy? What's your story? I'm going to come back. I don't, I don't know. I'm just riding the wave right now. Yeah. Like, as a kid that grew up like watching Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan. Oh, I thought SNL. you were going to go back to the tentacle porn. <laughs> No, there was no tentacle porn in my past. Oh, uh, wait, what? Just the joke. Just in the like, future. He's talking about the future. Uh, I just, yeah, that well, was my it's never dildo. too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I'm a really good drawer. If you drawer. do tentacle porn, Drew will give you feedback. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, if we get to that bridge, we'll, we'll cross it then. But uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just stoked that we have a Steamboat Comedy Club. And yeah, we have such a great like crowd that shows up every mm-hmm. other week. And we are living in a small community and if we're going to like getting more sets, like getting more practice is going to help us. But if we can get like in front of bigger crowds and get, you know, just more exposure, mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to kick that can as far as I can because yeah, I'm not married. I don't, I'm not super tied down at the point at this moment. Sorry, Drew. Just you got a lot going <laughs> for you. What <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, that's, I think that's why I got into comedy is like I've been working as a graph designer for the last, eight years and like yeah, a little been, something going for you a little bit but it's been like the same it's like in like different jobs but it's been like the same thing like year after year it's like okay i'm doing this and i'm doing that uh, and like this is just like such a great outlet for me because like sure. in my day-to-day like i don't talk to a whole lot of people i'm pretty quiet like as it is yeah me and too so, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up already <laughs> 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 um so I don't know. It's just this is exciting. And, Hell yeah! Uh, I want to keep it going. I don't know where it's gonna go. Oh, but we're keeping it going, baby. I mean, we got yeah. Mark from Denver wants to keep bringing out names for us. Pat from Chicago said he wants to come out with us again this winter if he can. Yeah. Uh, so we're starting to get a little bit of buzz. Yeah, I'd love to, to get down to Denver with like. Yeah, I, I know a couple guys. Uh, shout yeah. out to Corey David. I think he listens to the podcast. He's a good dude. He might come up and join us one of these days. He said we can cool. come down and join him in Denver. Whenever, so we're starting to make some connections, starting to make it happen. So well, keep Ken- on board, man. And Kendra's on a road trip right now. Mm-hmm. She's going to meet up with Pat in Chicago, yeah. and I'm going to meet up with Pat in Chicago Sweet. in about three weeks too. Yeah, so I think that's fun too. Like if we go somewhere, like if I go back to Nebraska, like I know there's some clubs in Omaha that I would check out, or if I end up if like you anywhere, go, like kind of like a what, uh, Steamboat Comedy shirt, you can uh, rep the brand. Yeah, I will do that, and then I'll also. That's pretty good logo, right? <laughs> pretty nice logo. I wonder who made it. Oh, weird. It's me. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm so talented. But kind of like what Drew, what you were saying, just you end up somewhere and like, well, you got some time to kill. I might as well see if there's open mics. And yeah, why not? Taking advantage of it. I would love to see it keep going. And Well, fun. me and the Dom and the Kendar and the, the group, we're going to try to keep this thing growing as much as we can. And yeah. anybody listening, come out, try your hand. Like I said, we'll have a lot more opportunities here in the winter. Yeah, and I'm um, really looking forward to it. I'm gonna actually try to go book us our next big show tomorrow. Sweet. Is it a mystery or? Well, don't, I don't want to reveal on the podcast. We'll keep that posted on the uh, website again, steamboatcomedy.com. You can follow us on all your social medias: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We got all those things that are on the site too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We guys got any other parting words before we wrap this up? Anything you want to talk about while we're here? Yeah, 
Yeah, I want to talk about the protests in Hong Kong real quick. No. <laughs> Don, wake up again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sorry, that was terrible. Uh, no. I, I don't actually. I just REM. thought about like the most. Can you just stick to like graphic design and possum jokes, I, please? I don't really have very much to say except for this has been brought to you by Drew McElhaney Comedy. Find him at YouTube at Drew McElhaney. You can follow him on Instagram at Drew McElhaney. <laughs> How do you spell Drew McElhaney? Do you have all those I don't things? know. Figure yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on. Uh, I'm. I do Twitter, but I don't really do much on Twitter. Yeah, I don't do shit on Twitter. Um, hard. We do, have an account, but we never. Use it. I put stuff. No one ever responds, and I'm like, well, well I'm guessing. Yeah. So on Instagram, I got. I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh, YouTube, mm. so you can definitely see a few of my clips on youtube yeah and you can um, see drew on steamboat comedy as well we got clips of you on there okay i'll have like to that. check it out um I, I don't think i've seen it since it just came oh, out today came out today <laughs> so i don't think i've seen it yet i can't wait to see it but just but, real quick before we end uh my mom true story my mom always used to say uh when you die drew i'm gonna put on your gravestone here lies shut up drew <laughs> <laughs> so you can go with that you can figure out with that meme there's right. one little fun fact i want to share with you guys uh, as of last night i was hanging out at timber and torch and i met this older gentleman been in this town for 43 years and i had to ask him i was like tell me the the truth behind old brooklyn like oh. was it really a red light district oh well and, dude, you know, he's he only said, been here 47 years that's not very long well what he told me was that before there were bridges built across uh yampa yeah that the the ladies had uh, a point of reference for knowing when their man was cheating on them. It was when they came home and their boots were wet. Because they went. Yeah. For those who don't know, there's a little tiny town on the other side of the river here that's technically yeah. its own town called Old Brooklyn, mm. and there it's where the whores were. Yeah. Apparently. Just thought it'd be the a idiots fun didn't fact. think to take off their boots and socks. Yeah, you'd think if they're all buying whores, they could pitch in and get like a rowboat. <laughs> you know, not a bad idea. <laughs> there's a bit there. There's a bit there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Again, check us out online. We'll see y'all next time. Say goodbye, friends. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye, friends. See ya. They're not my friends. You didn't say goodbye, friends, Dom. God damn it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>